Good evening and welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today. Wherever you are tuning into this podcast from, whether you're on the African continent, Americas, Asia, Europe, Oceania, welcome to the most exciting, informative and educative sports show on the calling platform. With yours truly, Philip Alimo, I have love for sports. On the program tonight, we will be looking at the draw for the last 16 of the UEFA Champions League that took place yesterday in Switzerland. I would also be giving you the draw details, the official UCL draw that was redone after a number of errors. I'm going to give you all the details that you need to know. I'm also going to give you details on that UEFA statement and also going to give you footage of the draw as well. Tonight, I'm also giving you a peep into Europe's top five leagues and the top five goal scorers and how the title race is shaping up as we get closer to Christmas and the new year. I'm going to give you all those details. And last week, a number of American players played for their teams in the group stages of the Champions League and have qualified to play in the round of 16. I'm going to give you all the details of that for the purposes of my American audience. Also, on our UEFA Rising Star segment, I'm going to give you about one rising star from South Asia who is paving the way for future South Asian footballers. Yes, I'll tell you about that person as the show gets along. So wherever you are tuning in from, whether it's morning, it's afternoon, it's evening, welcome to this podcast. And I look forward to your comments and your feedback and your opinions on our 10th episode and how you find the program. So tonight, without much ado, we go straight to our program lineup for today. The draw for the last 16 of the UEFA Champions League took place yesterday in Switzerland. The group winners play group runners-up, and teams can face each other from the same groups, or if they have qualified from the same groups. So this is the draw details and the parameters or the regulations with regards to the draw. The first regulation is no side can face an opponent from the same national association or any team they met in the group stage. This is the first regulation for the knockout stages. That is the round of 16 draw. The second regulation for the draw is the first leg are scheduled for the 15th and 16th of February 2022 next year. The first leg's game will be played on either on the 15th and 16th of February. And then the second leg is going to be played 22nd and 23rd of February next year. With those, so what I, the, the dates I gave was for the first leg. And with the second legs on either the 8th 
and 9th of March or the 15th and 16th of March. So these are the second details in terms of the regulations for the draw that you need to know. And then the third one, the away goal rules has been abolished. So there is no longer away goal rules. The game will be determined on the outline, on the outcome of, of the match. So for example, if at the end of regulation time, say for example, it ended 0-0 in, in Manchester, and then a second, the, the second leg is played in Madrid, and it ends 1-1. It's going to go into extra time, and there was, there's going to be the lottery of the penalty shootouts. There's no longer away goal rules. In the past, if it happened like that, the other team that ended 1-1 at home would have qualified because we're able to hold the other team to a goalless, to a goalless draw back home when they played. So these are the regulations that we need to take note of as we get into the round of 16 of the Champions League. So what happened with the mix-up? So the official draw for the Champions League was redone after a number of errors that happened yesterday. Manchester United draw Villarreal despite being in the same group. Remember in the regulations that I just mentioned, no two teams from the same group or national association can play against each other in the round of 16. And it's exactly what happened. Liverpool also included in Atletico style despite being in the same group. United not being included in Atletico style. So these three key errors were one of the major things that accounted for the draw to be retaken again yesterday. And what was UEFA's statement and opinion about this? UEFA issued a statement saying, following a technical problem with the software of an external service provider that instructs the officials as to which teams are eligible to play each other, a material error occurred in the draw for the UEFA Champions League round of 16. As a result of this, the draw has been declared void and will be entirely redone. So the void draw saw Red Bull pairing against Liverpool, Chelsea pairing against Lille, Inter Milan pairing against Ajax, Atletico Madrid pairing against Bayern, Sporting pairing against Juventus, Benfica, Benfica pairing against Ajax, Villarreal pairing against Manchester City, PSG pairing against Manchester. We would have, we would have seen a Messi and Ronaldo clash in the Champions League. But that was the voided draw that had to be cancelled as a result of the undermentioned errors that I just outlined a while ago. So the draw was retaken and I'll give you excerpts of the draw that was retaken yesterday. Then I'll give you the details of the teams that have been drawn to play each other in the round of 16. So let's take excerpts of that draw that took place yesterday. And remember, the road to the finals of the UEFA Champions League, the finals of next year's UEFA Champions League, which is the 2021-2022 
Champions League finals, which will be played next year, is going to be in the Russian city of St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. And we are building to that final, the road to St. Petersburg. Let's take excerpts of yesterday's draw and we'll come back to analyze and scrutinize everything and all the details that you need to know. Again, uh, the draw. And uh, according to the procedure, we start again with a uh, group runners-up having to play the first leg at home. The first team drawn is FC Salzburg. And the software is uh, telling us that uh, seven opponents are possible, except uh, North Lille, who are the group winners of their group. We have uh, received the validation, and we can proceed uh, with uh, the uh, seven balls that need to be now selected in order to feature in this draw as a potential opponent of FC Salzburg. And after that, we will have drawn the first leg, preparing the first leg. So Salzburg, I remind you again, it's the first time that an Austrian club features in the round of 16 of the UEFA Champions League and their opponents FC Bayern will be FC Bayern. So FC Salzburg versus FC Bayern, the six-time winners. Of Bayern Munich. Second pairings. Pairing starts with Sporting Club de Portugal. For Sporting, the options are six. Uh, Ajax cannot be drawn against against them. So this is also validated. We can now proceed with uh, the uh, six opponents, uh, which are Man- Manchester City, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Los Lille, and Juventus. Sporting Club de Portugal is being paired with the following team. Manchester City. Sporting Club versus Manchester City, <clears throat> the finalists of 2021. Third fixture, SL Benfica. <clears throat> Again, Lisbon, and uh, for Benfica, in this moment uh, we have uh, Six uh, options uh, appearing. They are also correct, so uh, the uh, the draw will continue now with six possible opponents for Benfica: Liverpool, Ajax, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Los Clil, <coughs> and Juventus. We are nearly ready, and. Uh, the end of Andrea Sharin is uh, almost ready to show us. FC Ajax. 
Ajax, so Benfica versus AFC Ajax. Uh, this is the third of the pairings. Starting with uh, Chelsea FC. Chelsea have as a potential opponent of uh, Real Madrid or Lost Lille. And uh, we can proceed if uh, it's also validated. I'm waiting for the uh, response. This is validated. So Real Madrid and Lost are the two potential opponents of. Uh, Chelsea FC. Lost Lille. Chelsea FC versus Lost Lille. This is uh, the fourth. Uh, so we are halfway through. And the fifth runner-up is Club Atlético de Madrid. And for Atlético de Madrid, the possible opponents suggested by the software are Manchester United and the Juventus validated. So we can proceed with the Manchester United and Juventus. <clears throat> and we will draw. Manchester United. Atletico de Madrid versus Manchester United. The next team is Villarreal. Only one option is possible for Villarreal if validated. That's Juventus. This is validated, so Villarreal <coughs> will be paired with uh, Juventus. We just show slip of paper. Juventus. Juventus uh, will face uh, Villarreal in this uh, sixth pairing. Of the round of 16. The seventh we'll see FC Internazionale Milano as the home team of the first leg. And for Internazionale, the only available option is Liverpool, which is validated, of course. <clears throat> and uh, so the pairing uh, will uh, feature. International Milano and FC Liverpool. Liverpool FC. So Liverpool FC, only one pairing is left. 
these pairings in pairing involves Paris Saint-Germain. And uh, their opponent uh, is the uh, only club left in the pot, uh, which is Real Madrid. We'll just show the uh, slip of paper. So with uh, this uh, name appearing. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. So Paris Saint-Germain, Real Madrid is the uh, concluding uh, pairing of the uh, round of 16. That's all for the draw today. The floor is uh, back to Pedro. Thank you, Giorgio. Thank you, gentlemen. Let's just recap the results of the UEFA Champions League round of 16. So, from that draw, what it, these are the teams that are going to play against each other in the round of 16. Red Bull Salzburg is playing FC Bayern Munich. Chelsea is playing Lille. Sporting Club of Portugal is playing Manchester City. Atletico de Madrid is playing Manchester United, Inter Milan versus Liverpool, PSG versus Real Madrid, Villarreal versus Juventus, and Benfica versus Ajax. These are the teams that have been drawn in the round of 16. And what are the key records to look out for? So I'll give you for that Atletico Madrid. Manchester United tie. Atletico Madrid have a nemesis when it comes to the Champions League. And they have a worst nightmare. And I'm going to tell you who that worst nightmare is for Atletico Madrid. That is the king of the Champions League. Cristiano Ronaldo has scored 25 goals in 35 games against Atletico, including two hat-tricks in the UEFA Champions League knockout stages. One in the 2017 semi-final whilst he was playing for Real Madrid. And in 2019, last of 16, when he was playing for Juventus. For Juventus. Again, Cristiano Ronaldo's team has knocked Atletico Madrid out of the Champions League in five different seasons. As the 2014 final, 2015 quarterfinal, 2016 final, 2017 semi-final, and 2019 in the last 16. In fact, is El Cholo's worst nightmare. That is Diego Simeone. His nickname is El Cholo. If I'm, if I'm the coach of Atletico, I'll definitely be worried. Having played 35 games, Cristiano has scored 25, 25 goals against Atletico Madrid. He's had 16 wins. He's won two UEFA Champions League finals against Atletico Madrid, 2014 and 2016. And he scored four hat-tricks. He's four career hat-tricks against Atletico Madrid. This Champions League tie would also see two key players return to Spain. Who are these two key players? Lionel Messi and Sergio Ramos. If someone ever told me Lionel Messi and Sergio Ramos from, from arch rivals to teammates, I would never believe it. But that's the beauty of the game and of, of football. Lionel Messi and Sergio Ramos shared a record 
for most appearances in the history of El Clasico. They've played 45 times. And for the first time ever, they, they are going to be in the same dressing room at the Santiago Bernabeu when PSG plays against Real Madrid. Sergio Ramos has won it all for club and country in Spain and now goes back to the Bernabeu with PSG. He's won four Champions League titles with Real Madrid, five La Liga titles. He's played 671 times for Real Madrid and scored 101 goals for Real Madrid. His international appearances for Spain. He has won the World Cup 2010 World Cup, two times European Championship with Spain, 180 appearances for Spain, and he scored 23 goals. In total, he has 26 career trophies, 11 FIFA Pro, World 11 Team of the Year. And he's made the UEFA Team of the Year nine times. He's won the La Liga Best Defender five times. He's made the UEFA Champions League squad of the season four times. And for a player that has played all his club career in Spain, to be such a feeling, only Sergio Ramos can tell us that. And hopefully, we hope we'll get a reaction from Sergio Ramos in one of our episodes ahead of this time. Lionel Messi has been directly involved in 40 goals in 45 games against Real Madrid. He scored 26 goals and recorded 14 assists. El Clasico's all-time top scorer is making another trip to the Bernabeu. To the Bernabeu. That is it for Lionel Messi. Yet... And um, the last time Cristiano Ronaldo faced Atletico in the Champions League knockout, Juventus lost the first leg 2-0 in Madrid. And he flashed the number five. I have five Champions League and Atletico has zero. I have five, Atletico zero. In the second leg, he scored a hat-trick to knock Atletico out. That should tell you how Cristiano Ronaldo has been a very, very tough opponent for Atletico Madrid. For Atletico Madrid. Ibrahimovic joined an elite club of players to have scored 300 goals in Europe's top league. He is the third player to have scored 300 goals in Euro's top league. The top three, your guess is as good as mine, is the number one is Cristiano Ronaldo with 483 goals. And Lionel Messi with 475 goals. Let me give you how the title race is shaping up details that you need to know in Italy. In Italy, as we speak now, Inter Milan are top of the Italian Serie A with 40 points. AC Milan with 39 points, second place. That is AC Milan with 39 points. Atlanta are currently lying third with 37 points. 
Fourth is Napoli with 36 points. And the fifth is Florentina with 30 points. In England, Manchester City. This is, this, are, this, are, this, is, this is how the table is as at the results from last weekend. Remember, today and tomorrow, there are going to be a number of games. And tomorrow, I will update you accordingly. But as we speak now, on the English Premiership table, Manchester City are on top with 38 points. Liverpool with 37 points. Chelsea, 36 points. Delighted. West Ham United, they are fourth with 28 points. And fifth, it's Manchester United with 27 points. In the Spanish La Liga, we have Real Madrid with 47, 42 points out of 17 games played so far. Sevilla, with, out of 16 games played so far, have 34 points. Real Betis, out of 17 games, have 33 points. Atletico Madrid, out of 16 games, have 29 points. And Real Sociedad, out of 17 games, have 29 points. That is how the table is in the Spanish La Liga. Bayern Munich have played 15 games. They have 37 points. They lie first on the German Bundesliga. Dortmund lies second with 31 points after 15 game, games. Bayer Leverkusen lie third with 27 points also after 15 games. Offenheim fourth with 26 points. And fifth is Freiburg with 25 points. And the last but not the list is PSG. After 18 games in the French League 1, they lie first with 45 points. Marseille, after 17 games, have 32 points. Stade René, after 18 games, have 31 points. Nice, lie fourth with 30 points. And Montpellier, fifth with 28 points. The top five goal scorers in the English Premier League as at the last games played over the weekend. Mohamed Salah has 13 goals. Jamie Vardy of Leicester has 9 goals. Diego Jota of Liverpool, 8 goals. Bernardo Silva of Manchester City, 7 goals. And Sergio Mani has 7 goals as well. In Italian Syria, Immobile, Immobile leads the goal scorer's chart with 13 goals. Duzan of Florentina has 13 goals. Giovanni Simeone has 11 goals. And Duvan Zapata has 9 goals. And Gio Pedro has, also has 9 goals. These are the top 5 goal scorers in the Italian Serie A. In the Spanish La Liga, Karim Benzema currently leads the goal scorer's chart with 12 goals. Followed by his teammate, Vinicius Jr., 10 goals. Joanimi has 9 goals. Memphis Depay of Barcelona has 8 goals. And Raul Di Thomas has 7 goals. These are the top 5 La Liga goal scorers. And in the, in the German Bundesliga, the top 5, Robert Lewandowski with 16 goals. Patrick Scheck has 12 goals. Helen Haaland has 11 goals. And Taiwo of Berlin Union 
has nine goals. And Anthony Modesti also has eight goals. That is it for the title race in Euro's top five and the top five goal scorers. I told you a number of Americans fared in the Champions League group stages. Who are they? Your most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform is here to give you all the details. So I'm starting with Brendan Arison, who plays for Salzburg. Salzburg finished second in their group. Brendan played six games and played a total of 534 minutes for Salzburg. We have a reaction from Brendan Arison. Brandon Aronson at Salzburg qualified to the round of 16. Let's hear from Brandon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's so many emotions that go into it. I think I already lost my voice and the celebrations are starting, but it's so well-deserved, you know. I think this group deserves it, this club deserves it, and it's, it's an amazing, amazing feeling. Very hard. I mean, Sevilla's a world-class team. They've won Europa League. they won all these top. I mean, they won the La Liga, so it was such a hard game for us, but to come through and get the win like we did, it's... It's amazing, and I'm proud of the boys. I think we just finished our chance when we got it. I don't think we had too many clean looks on goal, but when we got it, we scored and we won. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight, but yeah, just so excited. Yes, that is Brendan expressing his excitement as Salzburg qualified to the round of 16, as I rightly mentioned. The next player is West. Weston McKinney, he played for Juventus, yes, in the group stages. Juventus finished first in their group. He played five games for Juventus and a total of 309 minutes. That's Weston. Also, the next player is Timothy Villa. He plays for Lille. Lille finished first in their group. He played four games for Lille at the group stages of the Champions League in a total of 221 minutes for Leo. Christian Pulisic plays with Chelsea. He finished second in his they finished second in their group. He played three games in a total of 130 minutes and recorded one assist for Chelsea en route to the round of 16. The next player is Zach Stefan who plays with Manchester City. Manchester City finished first in their group. He played only one game, which is the last game, the last group game for Manchester City in a total of 90 minutes. Other players who unfortunately played in the group stages, but their team could not make it to the knockout stages of the UEFA Champions League and have progressed to the Europa League knockout stages is Tyler Adams, who plays with RB. Leipzig. Leipzig finished third in their group. He played five games for Leipzig in a total of 293 minutes. The next player is Sergino Dest, who plays with Barcelona. Barcelona finished third in their group. He played four games for Barcelona in a total of 230 minutes. Jordan Pifok also plays with Young Boys. Of Switzerland, they finished fourth in their group. He played six games in a total of 339 minutes. He scored two goals for young boys in the Champions League. The last but not the least 
is John Brooks, who plays with Wolfsburg. He played four games for Wolfsburg in a total of 329 minutes. Tonight, on a UEFA Champions League rising star, the star we are looking at for this evening is Zidane Ekbal. Zidane Ekbal is the first British South Asian to play for Manchester United. He made his debut last week as Manchester United held young boys to a 1-1 draw at Old Trafford. And I'm going to give you a background on Zidane Ekbal on our UEFA Rising Star segment for today. Ekbal was born in Manchester, but his parents are of Pakistani and Iraqi origin. He has been with the United Academy for the past decade and plays as an attacking midfielder for the under-23 side. Before making his debut, he became the first British South Asian player to sign a professional contract with the club back in April. Egbal made history when he became the first British South Asian footballer to play for United after he came on as a substitute in an 89th minute of Manchester United's Champions League game against young boys of Switzerland. What was Zidane Ekbal's reaction after making his debut? This is what he had to say. I quote, it feels amazing. I've been working my whole life for this opportunity. It is a dream come true. It's just the start and hopefully I can, and hopefully I can keep pushing on. End of quote. That is Zidane Ekbal after making his debut for Manchester United in the Champions League. Ekbal's appearance was a groundbreaking one for footballers of South Asian descent trying to make it as a professional footballer in England. Despite making up 7% of the total population in Britain, only 0.25% of professional footballers are British Asian. Yes, that is, that is an astonishing record. And that's impressive that Zidane Ekbal is breaking the stereotype and rising above every limitation on this show. We celebrate people who are rising above limitation and we encourage inclusivity and diversity regardless of your race, gender, background, or ethnicity. Yes, football is a sport for us all. What did Gareth Southbeck have to say about Ekbal's historic debut in the Champions League? I quote, South Asians have been discriminated against the English game for decades. And this is what Southgate had to say. Historically, there has been a sort of unconscious bias and maybe the perception that South Asians were not as athletic. Were not as athletic. They weren't as strong as other players, end of quote. But I believe players like Zidane Ekbal are breaking, is breaking the stereotype. Swansea's Jan Dehanda also had this to say way back in November 2020 in an interview with the BBC. Because I hear it so often, I am so aware of the lack of Asians in football. There is no point sugarcoating it and saying it's fine because it is not. Asian kids 
need the same opportunity as everyone else. They need to be given a chance. Zidane Egbao's debut, along with the success of others, has indeed and will indeed pave the way for more South Asian footballers to make their mark on the English game. And talking about players making their mark on the game last week against Arsenal, Cristiano Ronaldo scored a landmark goal, a milestone goal in the Champions League. And I'm going to give you that Cristiano Ronaldo passed the 800-goal mark with his brace against Arsenal, now approaching the age of 37. How many will he end on when he retires? Yes, that is a question for the gods of football to answer. Cristiano Ronaldo in that game against Arsenal when Manchester United came from behind to beat Arsenal 3-2. He scored 801 goals and counting. That's remarkable. We'll take that feedback, then we'll wrap up with our show for tonight. Matera, Manchester, Madrid, Turin, and Manchester again. A warning word of art. If he get a chance, he's going to score a goal. An amazing player, an amazing man to club around the dressing room. Beyond valuation, beyond forgery or imitation. Yes, that excess of Ronaldo's 800 career goals. And on this show, we always celebrate excellence and eschew mediocrity. mediocrity. It's been great coming your way with today's edition of the UEFA Champions League show. Join me tomorrow. Or make a time to listen to this podcast again at your convenience. Until same time, it's bye for now. Thank you for doing the listening. <laughs>